Welcome to the Dell Technologies Edge and IoT Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about edge and IoT, safety and security, and computer vision technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Edge and IoT Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about capturing and using data from the edge. And our returning guest is Mr. Dave Graham, who's the Director of Emerging Technologies Messaging for Dell Technologies. How are you doing today, Dave? Doing wonderful, Bruce. How about yourself? Very well, and great to have you back on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? Background is pretty diverse and varied, but as it pertains to technology, I used to work at EMC. Then I spent a good solid seven and a half years over at Juniper Networks working on data center and edge technologies. Then in 2018, came back to Dell. I've been here ever since. Great to have you back with us. Let's start with a general question about data at the edge. Can you characterize the explosion of data coming from the edge? A lot of folks like to talk about statistics, and so I'll throw the one big statistic out there that we tend to quote a lot. Gartner says by 2022, they predict that more than 50% of enterprise-generated data will be created and processed outside of the data center or cloud, up from less than 10% in 2019. So you're seeing there a massive, massive shift in where data is being created, consumed, transformed. It's looking at a different landscape. It's not that the cloud and the data center are any less valid, but there's a lot more that's happening out in the edge or what we consider to be the edge. So that's really the context for the explosion of data. We're looking at devices like cell phones and laptops and intelligent vehicles and smart cities and safe cities and telehealth and remote patient monitoring and taking a deep breath, looking at everything else that's in the world today, especially as people are working more remote from home and all these kind of integration points. So we're seeing it. We're living it every single day. Why is this new data important, Dave? And what has changed that it's now easier to capture? Some of the data is changing in the nature of the way it's being captured, to your question. We suddenly have artificial intelligence that's looking and reshaping and transforming that data into something that's more useful, more structured. It's able to draw relationships between disparate sets of data sets. There are other cases where we've been recording data, sensor data, for example, temperature monitoring stations, weather stations. But now we have this ability to correlate them together, which creates a new type of which creates a new visualization and understanding of what's going on. So all this data together, some of it old, some of it new, some of it synthesized from both sides becomes that new data, that data explosion to your previous question. Can you give us some examples of where the data is actually coming from? It's coming from places like the emergence of next generation communications like LTE and 5G, Wi-Fi 6, that integration point from the consumer coming from new sensor integrations like your smart fridge, your smart thermostat, your intelligent connected vehicle, like I said. And all this data together is combining and they're new sources. We have to have new ways of ingesting it and we have to figure out new ways of transforming it into something useful. Do you have a particular framework in mind that you use to help customers manage and use this data? So, Bruce, I try to distill things down to the simplest amount of words possible when it comes to explaining, let's say, the life cycle of data. So I look at this process or this framework, if you will, as the creation, transformation, and consumption of data. We have to start from somewhere. We got to create it. We have devices that create it or sensors or things that create it. We have processes, whether it be artificial intelligence, machine learning, training, inference, choose your poison. That does transformation. It takes inputs and turns them into outputs. 
And then those self-same processes or consumers or item X or project X or whatever ends up using that and consuming that data and the cycle starts again. So we look at it very, very holistically. There's a start, there's a middle, and then there's an end. So all along the way, Dell Technologies is really trying to look at what is that life cycle of data? What are the management opportunities, management possibilities, and what are the capabilities that we can bring both from an infrastructure perspective as well as an application and management perspective? That sounds like a great framework, Dave. I'd like to take you deeper into each pillar of the framework and start with creation. How is the data created? What are the different sources of this data? When we look at data creation, we're looking at different types of modalities now. We've all had cell phones for the last decade and decade and a half. So there's a lot of prevalence now. We can say that 20 years into the century. So we look at the data generation devices that we're using in everyday life. We have laptops, we have cell phones, we have tablets, we have cameras, we have webcams, we have a real prevalence of devices now that generate streams of data. I can look around my home and look at my smart thermostat, my smart switches in the wall, and each one of those is creating data. 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been a possibility. So these are new types of data. That's just in the home. When we start to look at industry, we start to look at things like intelligent connected vehicles. Cars now are generating, in some cases, over a terabyte of data just from the video cameras that are installed in it as they're processing that data and pulling it in, looking at stop signs, looking at traffic around them. That's a huge portion of stuff. Any example of devices in healthcare creating this data? The concept of remote patient monitoring and telehealth, that's massive amounts of data. Taking a remote EKG or blood pressure or any of these pulse oxidation type stuff. My Apple Watch creates data every single day based on my activity. These new sources were not there 10 years ago or were in a smaller amount 10 years ago. So we're really seeing those type of devices, you can call them sensors, are becoming a new modality for it. Dave, how is the ease of transporting this data with things like 5G and faster networks affecting its creation and use? Just kind of step into this next generation communications framework with 5G and LTE. What we're looking at is shifting even some of that back to the next step in that network, that next top, if you will, where all this data is now kind of fused together and new data is being created at the base of the tower. And all this is combined together to provide smarter, more compacted, more reframed, reshaped data that's going through there. So that becomes a new modality as well. So as you can see, there's a lot of different areas and opportunities where this data is being created. So what is the sheer volume of the data that's being created? I think it's exponential. At some point, people were talking about, especially in intelligent connected vehicles modality, they were talking about zettabytes of data. That's 10 to the 15th or so power of data that's being created. Cars alone can generate over an exabyte of data a year. And you're talking about something that's just absolutely a landslide when it comes down to the creation aspect. Dave, can you talk a little bit about how the data is looked after along its life cycle? How is it managed? All along the way, we try to ensure the integrity of what's going on. We try to understand how it's created. What are the types of processes or machines or sensors that are creating it? How does that create efficacy in that framework? Is it a contactless infrared thermometer that we're measuring people's temperature? Is it a robot on a manufacturing line? These things generate certain types of data. So there's a management component to that, understanding and taking that. Dave, when we think about the transformation of data, I think of the edge to core to cloud connection, but I'm sure it's more nuanced than that. Can you help us understand what are the ways that the data is being transformed? 
Similar to the new data generation possibilities, remember that next concept that I talked about where we're aggregating a lot of that data from simple devices or simple sensors. What we're doing is we're taking all that data, combining it together. Data in and of itself is not inherently useful. It's just a stream. But when you start to combine it, you start to correlate it, you start to compare it and contrast it to each other and then combine it and draw it out a little bit, you suddenly develop new insights and those new capabilities. So what we're seeing is data is being shifted it's being analyzed. So we talk about data analytics as a huge component of this. It's being pulled together. It's being combined in new ways. We're using algorithms through machine learning and deep neural networks, for example, to take data from disparate sources and start to combine it together to recognize new patterns and recognize new trends. When we look at that, simple ones and zeros suddenly become graphs suddenly become relational databases, suddenly become more structured in nature. And the outputs from that become inherently useful. So you're looking at this kind of continuum, that transformation pipeline, if you will, from highly chaotic data, if you will, to highly ordered and useful. And in some cases, that transformation process results in new types of data that then can be used for different purposes. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Dave explains how the edge data is consumed, how to ensure privacy of edge data, the role Dell Technologies plays in each step of the process, where to find more information, and final thoughts.